Well, you only live once, maybe not. And this life right now might be all we've got. So let's contemplate the hereafter while we speculate with some laughter about this grim thing that happens to us all after that final curtain call. But before you take that final breath, let's laugh about, let's laugh about Welcome to Let's Laugh About Death, the dramedy podcast that celebrates life while contemplating the inevitable. I'm your host, Tim Rooney, and this episode is really fucked up. And I say that in an endearing way. I say fucked up because the audio quality is really bad. Um, I'm just going to warn you right now. But we make fun of it, and we have fun with it. And that's kind of the whole reason why I'm putting it out. I debated on putting it out. And I realize, you know what? No, I, I, I'm going to put this out with a theme of life happens. You know, this is the dramedy podcast that celebrates life while contemplating the inevitable. Well, we celebrated life a lot in this one. We had a lot of fun and we talk about a bunch of different things. Um, in fact, I really don't know Shane that well, except through interactions on Facebook and that. But uh, I, I met him through the Haunted Saginaw series that I'm involved in. And he reached out to me when I said, hey, I need people to be on my podcast. You know, I'm looking for guests. I want some guests. And he said, I'll do it. His was one of the first hands that went up. So I was like, absolutely. And in fact, I was on his podcast just a couple weeks later. And, uh, you know, I'll share links to that in the in the show notes. But he, uh, he and I talk about just taking chances, just living life, you know. And that's the whole thing is I, I, I decided to put this episode out because – Rather than giving up on it, because I debated it. Believe me, I debated it. In fact, I even told Shane, let's just re-record it. And I decided that I'm going to uh, just put it out. Because, again, life happens. This is what happens. You know, and in fact, my wife shared something just today, which is very fitting. And I put it on the uh, Let's Laugh About Death Facebook page. But it's an image, and if you could picture this, it's an image of a baby turtle, like a sea turtle, going out to sea. And it's sitting on the sand, and it's like making little waddle marks across the sand there. And it says, Sometimes the strength within you is not a big fiery flame for all to see. It is just a tiny spark that whispers ever so softly, You got this. Keep going. And we got it. We kept going. Even though the odds told us to just give up and try again. Maybe it was a cell phone issue. Maybe it was fate. But you know what? Fuck fate sometimes. We're going for it. We're putting it out. So... Here's my episode with Shane Bauer. I hope you enjoy it. If you can make it through it, there's some good stuff. He's got some very cool stories. And, you know, sometimes the chemistry on an episode just doesn't work the same if you try and redo it. So I decided I'm going to put it out because we had a lot of fun. And I'm going to warn you, it's very hard at parts, but we make fun of that too. So here's my conversation with Shane Bauer. Enjoy, or at least try to tolerate Hello. Hey, is this Shane? This is. Hey, it's Tim Rooney. Hey, Tim. How are we doing? Hey, pretty good, man. How you been? Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> I'm actually got a snafu going on uh, right now. We got, we got, we got stuck uh, at breakfast. Do you mind calling back in like half an hour? Is that okay? <laughs> That's fine, man. That's oh totally man, cool. I appreciate it. I'm leaving this in the episode just so you know. <laughs> oh yeah, rock on. I'm nice. done with it. <laughs> I'll talk to you in a bit. <laughs> All right, bud. Later. Later. Eh, life happens. So we're going to leave that in. I'm going to call him back in a half hour because, you know, why be an asshole about something like this? Shit happens. Welcome to our intermission. Hey, hey, how's it going? <laughs> I just fucked with this. You're going to love it when you hear it. 
it's probably pretty funny. Uh, yeah, we uh we didn't make we didn't make it to the uh local breakfast spot before the church folk today, so Oh yeah, <laughs> he was Sunday. Yeah, it was quite busy. He was quite busy. <laughs> <laughs> so how you doing, man? Oh wonderful, wonderful. It's a beautiful day here in Muskegon, Michigan and uh nice. me, the wife and the 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 ten month old are out having a good time. Ten month old. Well, congratulations. I guess I didn't hear the news. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, he was born uh, last August, and uh, I've been a homebody ever since. Excellent, very nice. Yeah, no, that's that's kind of to me. That's kind of like the new American dream is to be able to have one parent home. You know, absolutely. And you know, the funny thing is, is that um, with this whole snafu with the call, I'm thinking, you know, the boy, the, we were we were feeding the boy pancakes and stuff like that, and I'm thinking, you know, we probably could have packed up and been out of here and everything, but that's just, you know, that's dad life, you know what I mean? Being Absolutely. unprepared and always at least a half an hour to two hours late. I tell everybody, I'm like, hey, when you want me there at 3 p.m., tell me I got to be there at 2 p.m. I will be there at 3 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> that's, you know, and I was sitting there and I was like, uh, I was a couple minutes late myself, and I'm like, well, but you know what? Life happens. That's, I even, I even said that in the part that I, I edited here. Life happens because, why get upset about stuff like that? Too many people are so uptight. Too many people are so impatient. It's like, you know, life life goes by quick enough. Why rush it? You there? I think we lost him. I'm losing you. Hello? Yeah, all of a sudden it, like, I broke, it broke up. You there? You hear me now? Yeah, kind of. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> a bit choppy? Yeah, yeah. I've got three bars on my end here. What's going on on your end? Four. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I got I got flea market cell phone service, so, so <laughs> I won't say which company it is, but it's kind of like a, you know, knockoff cell service. So it's, uh yeah, it could be on my end. I don't know. So, uh Anyway, we'll just hope for the best, and we'll make fun of it if it keeps Absolutely. happening. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, if, if need be, uh, I have an alternate phone number. We can always use wife number if that's if it's a problem. So we'll play by so ear. That's always available. Perfect. Perfect. So, uh, yeah, I don't know much about you. I know you've got a, a, a – well, I thought it was a podcast, but I kept looking for it, and I saw that you've got it on um, the radio uh, site. I'm trying to think of what it's called. Um I current we currently uh, play all our podcasts on SoundCloud. SoundCloud, that's it. Yeah, but it, it, I couldn't find it, uh, you know, through like Podbean and things like that. So SoundCloud, that makes sense. Then why I couldn't find it? Um, yeah, for for the most part, we do SoundCloud. We are on Apple Podcasts. Um, I believe we're also on Google Play. We're working towards like Spotify and uh, Podbean and stuff like that. Nice. Um, I want to start working on Anchor as well. I don't know if you've heard of Anchor, but no, that's a pretty good one that we heard about. It, it, it's free, and they try to just help you distribute as long as you're willing to um, kind of work with them. I think maybe you, you make a little ad for them before your episode. They're willing to distribute you out to Spotify and other places like that, and they even keep tabs on your numbers in nice. each individual area. Yeah, so we're, we're trying to with Anchor as well because um, that, I think, is a pretty neat tool. Very cool, very cool. Yeah, I'm using Podbean myself, and I've had pretty good luck. They give me they give me the number breakdown as well, so I'm pretty new to this whole podcast world. I usually had Chris do all the work, and I just kind of, you know, uh, yapped on the, on the microphone, but now I'm kind of trying to do the whole thing myself, or at least mostly myself. Chris still helps me out. Uh, he and I did a podcast a few years back, and, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I, I thought of this idea because of some close tragedy last year and i'm like you know what fuck it i'm gonna do a uh i'm gonna do a podcast about this subject because it's something i've been fascinated with i mean you know that through the haunting movies um but even aside from that uh i've just i've always been fascinated with it so that's that was my whole thing i know your podcast uh you get into more like uh well tell the name i love the name of it the name is the geekly gab and Nerdical Nonsense Show. And yes, we know it's mouthful, but nobody else has the name. No, no, it's definitely a unique name. But but the thing is, is that you can tell right away what it is. You know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's <laughs> definitely, it definitely says what it is all right there. So, um, and I've seen, I've checked out your, the YouTube videos and all that kind of stuff. And it's, you know, you're getting, you're getting a, a following and you've got, you've definitely got a niche and you're doing your thing. And that's, that's really what it comes down to. You know, I mean, too many people are all about, 
going and trying to shoot for that career, and there's nothing wrong with that, but you know, if it's not something you enjoy, why why waste your time? Go for something you enjoy, and at least at that point, when you're dead, you can say, hey, I did what I wanted to do. Absolutely, and that's one reason why we started the podcast. Uh, we've been a podcast for about three years now, actually a little over, nice. and um, basically it started as a conversation of, hey, why don't we record these conversations we're going to have anyways about these films that we're watching and or games or comics, you know, we've kind of, we've kind of pigeonholed ourselves a little bit into con coverage and movies strictly, but we still are trying to get back to comics and games as well. But um, the, uh, the idea was to just basically sit down and have the convos that we have anyways. And it's kind of, we all, it's always a funny conversation. So it's, it's highly comedic usually. Nice. Sometimes, you know, sometimes we get a little silly, especially when there's a debate, two people aren't agreeing with something, but that's also uh, one of the, one of the benefits of the podcast. You can voice, you know, opposite opinions and, you know, we, it's just still kind of funny because we're all bickering at each other. Like, hey, you know, screw you, buddy. All right. And you're <laughs> screaming at each other. Yeah. So uh, we have, we have three strict rules on the show. Um, we smoke, we swear, and we're so sorry that we're not sorry. Nice. So we, uh, we can be offensive. Uh, we are a couple, a handful of stoners that just like to voice our opinions <laughs> on the stuff, the content that we uh, hang out at. I'm actually in my studio right now smoking. So it's excellent, excellent. Yeah, I can't touch the stuff. It trips me out. So, but uh, are you talking about stoner smoking? Or are you talking about nicotine smoking? Because uh, nicotine I'm smoking, I'm definitely I... referring. I'm definitely referring to stoner smoking. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I was a smoker, a nicotine smoker for years. I quit that about 15 years ago, and I dabbled here and there. I was more of a novice. Um, to get into geeky terms, I would be like a level one. Um, but uh, I, uh, yeah, it just it affects me, uh, so I can't touch it. I'm I'm kind of jealous of people who can because now it's legal. I mean, here I am in Colorado and Michigan. They just legalized it recreationally, so you probably are. Yeah, you're in a, you're in a good spot, man. They really have some uh, awesome areas in Denver where not only do they have the medical, now they have the recreational places you can just walk right into, grab what you need, and go. Yeah, yeah, it's like Excellent. going into a, a liquor store, so. But um, exactly, it's pretty neat. I've been into a, I've been into one. My friend took me when I was visiting here to determine if I wanted to move here, and I was just like, "That's pretty wild," because they're just, you know, it's like you're walking in and they got a menu practically. So, but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So um, instead of instead of bartenders, you have bud tenders. Bud tenders, yes. Yeah. Well, in fact, we got a place here called Star Buds, which I think I get a kick out of that name. So there's a, it's like a small franchise too. There's a few of them around, but. Uh, yeah, oh, it's, you know, cool. <laughs> you'll start seeing that stuff popping up in Michigan, I'm sure, you know, because it's legal. So, uh, and I don't, I never yes. understood why people had such a beef with it. You know, if you don't like it, if it's not your thing, don't do it. You know, people think, oh, well, it's going to be dangerous and people are going to, no, I drove so safe when I was high because I was paranoid. <laughs> <You know>? Right, <laughs> so. right, right. One, five miles under the speed limit. Yeah, and most people are going five miles over the speed limit. You know what I mean? Totally. I mean, if anything, if you're worried about that, it, disable texting while driving. You know, yeah, there's more accidents from that. So, absolutely. But uh, yeah. Um, so what? I guess uh, you know your background. I mean, I know you do the podcast. What other kind of what? What's give me a little bit about your background? I, like I said, I only know a little bit of what I've talked with you through Facebook and that. What? Uh, tell me about yourself. Well, uh, I started out in high school, um, really getting into the Kevin Smith films. He still is kind of my my absolute hero. But um, we started with our little group called Upside Down Productions, where we decided to make a film, uh, basically Muskegon's version of Jackass. We called it Idiot of State of Mind. Had quite a following. Uh, you know, we started doing the indie filmmaker thing for a good while, even through college. Uh, nice. We made a couple indie films. And then we ended up redirecting our focus towards music shortly after college, Excellent. which uh, our our main focus was, of course, horrorcore. We were our our, our group of friends, big juggalos over here. So we uh, we decided to do some uh, horrorcore music, and that's when we developed our group, which is, is Jack Napier's Brand X. Once again, a mouthful, but you'll have it. And with that group, we uh, we played for about 10 years. Oh, wow. I uh, got to open for some amazing groups. Uh, we opened for ICP. Okay. We opened for Twisted a few times. Nice. Uh, Head P, Mushroom Head. A lot of really amazing groups, really cool experiences. That's uh, awesome. We've also opened for Power Man 5000. Um, oh, cool. And some other really, really good metal groups, Moto Grader, you know. We, we made quite a following for ourselves in the Seaton Grand Rapids area. 
and then eventually um, the music scene in our area, it's, you know, there's really nowhere to play anymore in Muskegon for bands. It's really hard. Eventually the EDM started taking over the town as far as what was popular for music. So that kind of died out our scene and we just kind of stuck with doing studio stuff. We still do a little bit of music, but it's, it's more about the podcasting as, as about three years ago. Nice. And nice. Um, since since then, we decided to make the Geekly Gab our our main focus, and um, we do the movie reviews, game reviews, uh, comic reviews, and of course, we like to go to Comic Cons locally. Which you know, the first year I think we did about twenty of them, um, and we like to review each Comic Con and kind of show our listeners and viewers like what what they're missing, and if you know, just kind of make them aware of the con and and if it's something they would like to because some cons are specific to a certain genre or you know, pop culture and other ones are just kind of a little bit of everything gotcha yeah that's uh in fact speaking of which i i i saw there was uh in denver here they called it a uh pop culture con because comic-con apparently is now they've copywritten that name or trademarked that name and so now other comic conventions can't call themselves comic cons is that true Yes, uh, last year there was a uh, suit between San Diego Comic-Con and I believe it was Salt Lake City Comic-Con. Okay. And they basically had a dispute over, San Diego was saying they own the, the, the term Comic-Con and Salt Lake kind of came back with, well, everybody uses Comic-Con. You guys, just because you were the first doesn't mean you're the only. Yeah. And, um, and, and apparently, according to the rule, um, they are the first and only, so... Yeah, a lot of cons now are either licensing out the name Comic-Con to keep it San Diego, or they're changing their name entirely, which most of the cons in Michigan have changed their name entirely because they don't want to dish out that type of cash every year. Yeah, it's it's kind of, I mean, I understand in in San Diego's defense, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, it'd be be if uh, a different tissue company called themselves, you know, uh, uh, Puff's. Kleenex, you know, as opposed to Puff's Tissue, you know, something like that. I mean, I get that, but in the same sense, it's like, yeah, you guys kind of coined the term Comic-Con, but it's a comic convention. It's almost a generic term, but, you know, let them have their thing, and now everybody else will just kind of badmouth them. So, hey, they're gonna they're just going to make themselves blacklisted in that, in that regard. You know, the other comic conventions, maybe what they should do is, you know, everybody start doing the pop culture convention or something like that, and then everybody will know what it is, and they can just kind of go, you know, fuck you, Comic-Con, <laughs> you know? <laughs> You're right, exactly, yeah, it's... It's really I I you know when I first heard the of the ruling I was like this is this is oh, I'm losing and, you there. On, like, hello, hello. Yeah, it sounds like you're all eating your microphone there, eating your cell phone. Oh goodness. Yeah, we'll continue. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll just, I'll just warn you. listeners. This has been an interesting episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, full of uh, twists and turns and. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, the Comic Cons, um, you know, a lot of them around here have already kind of moved away from Comic Con name. Uh, we've had Cherry Castle Comic Con. I think they are keeping their name, which is the Comic Con Traverse City. Uh, Monroe Comic Con has turned their name to Monroe Pops Up. Uh, I'm trying to think of that place. I believe the Rapids Comic Con is going to keep their name. I have not seen a switch off of their name yet so far, but. Yeah, it's just kind of turned the whole Comic-Con upside down, which is just weird because, you know, these people, I know a lot of the owners of these Comic-Cons, and, like, you know, it's really hard for some of them to put these on every year. You know, but when you start these things, it's not always in, you know, you don't always start in the red or the green. You know, you take a couple of years before you hit the green. You're always kind of in the red for a good while, and, you know, to, to tap on this, like, taxing of a name, it's just, you know, most people think it's absurd. Okay, um, I'm going to be honest with you, that whole long monologue, I caught half of it. It was almost like I was listening to Kenny, so it's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> I, uh, should, we, uh, should we switch up phones? Yeah, why don't we switch up phones? I, I, it's just funny, at this point it's become like a David Lynch podcast. <laughs> I say let's I go with it. talking like this now? Yeah, really. <laughs> okay, tell you what. I'm going to go ahead and uh, uh, I'm going to stop and then call. You got my number. Call me back at this number and uh, I'm just going to keep recording. We're going to have fun with this episode. It's going to be great. So just go ahead and call yeah, me back. Yeah, is, all right, not a problem. <laughs> 
this has been an interesting one. But, uh, yeah. We're going to just let it roll. You're going to call me back here in a second. I don't know what happened. I've had that same problem happen with my cell phone where you'll sit there and, and people are like, I just can't hear you. And it's like, I'm not doing anything. I've got the phone up to my ear. What the fuck? So, I'm sure it's one of those kind of deals. And, uh, yeah, you know, again, th- 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 this whole purpose of this podcast is life happens. Here we go. We'll let the ring go for a little bit. Hey, Shane. Hey there. Can you hear me now? <laughs> Much better. <laughs> I'm going to talk like David Lynch the whole time. <laughs> Red shirt. Yes, yes. So we, uh, I, I'm basically, uh, that's become the theme of this episode is life happens. You know, shit happens. Let's just roll with it. So, because not Absolutely. only, this podcast isn't just about death. You know, that's like I said, it's, it's contemplating life while, or it's contemplating life, celebrating life while contemplating the inevitable. Well, shit, this is a celebration of fuck ups. So, we're just gonna roll with it, you know. I did. I didn't even stop the recording, so it's fun. This is this is good stuff. But uh, so uh, you know, then that brings me, I guess, to the uh, to the subject at hand is what is your connection with death? Do you know people who died? Have you had a close call? What what is uh, or do you have an interesting theory of what happens? I, I want to hear what you say. What you think? Well, um, I have had a lot of death um, and deathly experiences within my life. Okay. Um, basically, uh, I've lost a lot of my elderly family okay. early on in my life. So when I was a kid, I, I dealt with a lot of my grandmas and grandpas passing away at very early age because they were, they were pretty old to begin with when I was born. I can relate so, with that, um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that was kind of my introduction. And then, of course, um, one of the biggest things when you're a kid, especially, uh, um, I'm not sure if you're a dog person, but me, I'm one of those people that are, you know, when I'm especially when I was a kid that... You know, dog is your family. You know what I mean? It's oh, not, yeah. It's just yeah. a pet. So um, the, the passing of both my dogs throughout my life that I faced 15 years, and I think I had the other one for 15 years. So they both lived really good lives with me and my family. Nice. Um, so that was kind of a, uh, one of the bigger um, impacts, I would say, because that was, you know, when I was a kid, I wasn't, I, I, like, to, I like to say it kind of falls back to the, the nerdy side of my life. Uh, I like to tell people that I'm kind of one of the last generations to get picked on. For now it's cool, you know what I mean. Nowadays, nerd is in, nerd is nostalgia. You know what I mean? It's, it's, oh you know, yeah, yeah. Being back, back when uh, I'm not sure when you were uh, when you were growing up. But me, it was it was basically the '80s. You know, um, I started school tail end of the '70s and all, and finished uh, in 1990 is when I graduated. And yeah, when you were, if you were a nerd or a geek. It was not a cool thing. It was now it's now it's almost a badge of honor. But yeah, I get that. So yeah, and that was so. What you know, back then I I didn't have very many friends, mm-hmm. and that was something that I you know uh, that my dogs were always uh, people I fell back to, and yeah. I, you know I noticed you said I did, people you know, because they are you know dogs dogs they, are they, family. I completely agree. Absolutely, and you know with their passing that you know that was a huge impact, and then. One of the one of the most I would say one of the closest grandmothers I had, um, uh, probably shortly after the passing of my dog, was another one that really hit me heavily. And it's just you know that that type of that type of hit after hit after hit, you know, it has an impact on a child. Oh, of um, course, yeah. and it kind of makes you con- contemplate even the concept of death. I I, I thought about death probably. Uh, you know, before I even hit ten years old, I was contemplating what happens when we die, what 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 what's going to become become of my family. You know what I mean? And yes. it's almost like an anxiety attack, <laughs> and that's kind of what it developed into, honestly. Because nowadays, I see myself doing that. I can I, I can see myself thinking about it, and it kind of gives me like a mini panic attack almost. I I used to it, panic you know I mean? about it. Yeah, no, I know what you mean, and, and I could completely relate. I've I've been fascinated with death since I'm a little. Same similar reasons, you know. Um, so, uh, well, my dad died at 11 also. So it was kind of like, that was one of those other things. I was still young. That was, that was probably the thing that really dro- drove it home. But yeah, pets dying. A lot of people sit there and just, you know, there are people, there's two kinds of people in the world. People who look at pets as family and people who look at pets as property. And, Absolutely. you know, I, now I will say this, I noticed you mentioned dogs, but cats, I do think have, you know, a soul too. So, <laughs> Absolutely. Oh yeah, totally, totally. I'm more of a cat person, but I have owned dogs. We've got a dog right now that has uh, health issues, 
and we almost had to put our cat, one of our cats down the other night. So, uh, and that was hard, you know, and it's, uh, it's, uh, it's one of those things that people, people don't appreciate when a pet dies. You know, a lot of times people are like, yeah, it's just a pet. You know, it's like, okay, well, yeah, but you're the kind of person who will just drop the cat off at a, at a farm to get rid of it or the dog at a farm to get rid of it, you know, or right. they'll tell the kids that. And then of course, no, it's really just in a pound, you know, it's got three days until it's dead. So yeah, I, uh, I, I can, I can relate in that regard. And so if you have, if you're only, like you said, people that you can associate with are dogs and you're, and they're leaving you, that might as well have been a friend that died. Absolutely. And I mean, it truly was. I felt it was more than a friend. I felt it was family. You know? It was family. Yeah, that, totally. That, yeah. That could, that could have been like, you know, my brother or sister that just passed away. Basically. And yeah. like, we've, we've had, we've had some really cool things happen from, cause we, in our backyard and what, what was that that one cut out yeah i said that uh we ended up burying my dog in the backyard oh wow. uh, and and what had become of it uh, uh, a tree actually sprouted um in her bear in her resting place that's and, uh, awesome to this day there's a very nice huge tree that we basically hold sacred in my mom's backyard uh we call it the gallagher truth her name her name was gallagher she was based off of the, the comedian gallagher, the comedian gallagher. Was, yeah was, i i, I yeah. knew it right when you said it yes that's awesome and uh that and that was her that's where that's where we buried her and eventually uh, a tree sprouted and and that was probably that was kind of one of the really cool things that came out of that and it kind of gave me a, a different perspective on death you know what i mean it's like well something beautiful can come out of something so ugly you know what i mean yeah that's that's very cool and to learn that at a young age it's uh it's a cycle you know it's a to quote lion king the circle of life all that kind of stuff uh the uh so you probably i'm sure you're probably familiar if if not you've at least heard of the the book uh uh and i think they made a movie uh where the red fern grows yes yeah absolutely so i mean that's that's right there you lived that it's pretty cool actually it's pretty close (laughs) yeah yeah so that's uh that's actually pretty wild, um, and it's neat. And you guys didn't plant anything; it just happened on its own. No, yeah, we we, we didn't plant anything at all. Um, we just we buried her down in, in the ground right there in our backyard, and uh, you know, a few probably could happen later. We noticed something was sprouting of it, and you know, my mom called me and my sister out and was like, "Look at this!" That's awesome. Which is kind of cool. It was like, "Hey, it was you know, our are still here with us." So that just became something. You know, we got to look at through our lives and, and watch grow with us. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like a little piece of her still there. Absolutely. That's very neat. That's very neat. So, uh, so I mean, I guess that brings up an interesting point of you know what what happens when we die. I mean, I the whole purpose of this podcast is it's all what ifs. You know, I had a conversation recently with someone who's like, nothing happens, and that's like, well, I, I can't. I can't get behind that because I've seen too much crazy shit to think right, that it's exactly. all over, you know, but, uh, you know, but we got into some metaphysical and some quantum level type of hypothesis and, you know, and maybe, maybe it's a simulator, maybe who knows, because it, it's that whole thing of what happens, you know, we don't know 100% what happens. And, you know, I've had a former guest who said, everybody thinks death is such a finite ever, you know, it happens the same for everybody. What if death is different for everybody? You know, your life, everybody's life is different, so why should our deaths all be the same? So That was the next episode, by the way. I, I'm actually caught up with you. With you, I believe I'm going to be episode seven, correct? Uh, actually, I've got a few more in the bank. You're probably not going to come oh, up okay. for a little while, yeah. But uh, I've got. I've been oh, no trying worries. to bank I've been, them all up. I, I've been listening, though. I have been listening to the podcast, and just what you know right now, if you guys need somebody to react, reenact the whole uh, the whole dog scene, you know, the the, the sit up uh, nail dog. I was a Pierre, was it? <laughs> you want to? I, I, I will volunteer for, if, to dress up like a dog. If we do just, that, just I will for, let just, Steve know that. <laughs> just, just for Steve's, just for Steve's enjoyment. <laughs> that episode actually, was great. Uh, go back to my music. I actually got to work with Steve before he invited me and my group to uh, his Wicked Dock in Detroit. Oh, nice. Um, so okay, that was, that was really cool. It was kind of where our paths crossed at one point in time. So excellent. And that 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 whole experience really got me into not only Prozac, um, but. Uh, also, his work with hauntings and stuff like that, and then uh, bada boom, bada bing. That's where we see Tim Rooney for the first time. Yeah, exactly, uh, exactly. That's uh, it, it's pretty, it's pretty wild, you know. And it's it's kind of small world type of stuff, and uh, you know. But that's that's cool though. That I, I, you you had a chance to work with Steve. Steve's such a great guy. He's so he he's so humble for someone who has you know all that going on. It's it's surprising. 
you know? Absolutely. And yeah. the best thing about it to me was, like, I am so thankful for not only him personally, but he called us personally. Like, he didn't have somebody else. He didn't have an agent or he didn't have some, you know, some person from Strange Music call us. No, it was him personally. He was like, hey, this would be good for Rosak. I want to invite my wiki back. We, you know, me and my buddy were just, uh, absolutely, you know, be there. <laughs> we don't even know the date and time, but consider us there. You know, it was it was excellent. And, yeah. like, I think it was just, it kind of shows what kind of a guy he is, you know what I mean? It was very, very humbling to have him personally call. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's not something you see in the music business very often. No, ex- exactly. It's usually an assistant or a manager or somebody like that. But yeah, he's good about he's good about following up. In fact, a lot of the lot of the legwork for the movies and that uh, he'll take care of. You know, he'll he'll do. He is ninety percent of the hauntings. You know, I will not deny that he does so much for those things, and that is his that is his baby. You know, I'm just I'm honored enough to be involved in them, but I'm not going to sit there and be like, yeah, me and Steve built that. No, he built that. He took me along, <laughs> you know? So yeah, for sure. And I, I, you know, I can't give enough props to Steve just for the fact that he, he let me, he gave me the opportunity to go there and play. I, I, I got to play the shelter and that oh, awesome. is huge. I mean, the shelter is, is, I mean, is iconic in not only rap history, but you know, Detroit as well. Michigan. Oh, totally. I was like, that's that shelter. If I remember correctly, I, I know I've heard that's the one under St. Andrews Hall, isn't it? Yes, it's the one in the basement. Yes, yes. Uh, that's where they filmed all the Eight Mile Rap battles. Uh, yes. a lot of old, you know all the early nineties that battles took place. Totally, so, that's what I thought. It, it, yeah, it's, it's so iconic. Absolutely, so iconic. It's, it's a it's one of those. Uh, it's it's kind of in the Detroit rap scene. It would be almost like CBGB for punk out in New York. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, Twitchy perfectly. <laughs> perfect example. <laughs> yeah. Like, I I got on that and I just couldn't believe I, I was what I was. You know what I mean? That's awesome. <laughs> I'm just like, this is so cool. <laughs> yeah, that's that's neat. That's neat that you were able to, uh, you know, do something like that. Because, you know, it's one of those things, and that's that's something I, I talked about uh, on a recent episode, And you know, is, is the whole gratitude thing. And it's like, you know, it's so easy to focus on, it's so easy to focus on the negative shit, but, you know, when you can sit there and pinpoint things like that that you've had happen in your life that are just, you know, amazing, that, uh, you know, you got a chance to perform on a stage like that. You got a chance to, you know, work with someone that you that you admired. And, uh, you know, just, just to be able to have those kinds of experiences, it, it really it really makes um, it makes life more interesting as, as opposed to just being bland. You know, and it also kind of goes to back to death. It makes death all the sweeter, knowing that you lived such an amazing life. Absolutely. You, say, you know what? I, I I can die happy. Yes. And that's kind of what I, that's one thing I try to I try to put my mind to because I've uh, me and my wife have done so many cool things in our lives because we put our mind to something. Totally. I mean, I could give you example after example. I've got married on stage by Kevin Smith because I took the initiative to sit up front with a sign all day dressed as Kevin Smith. You know what I mean? Kevin me Smith? Me and my wife worked on it for... Yes, yes. Tell me about uh, this. i got to hear about this. Uh, <laughs> we uh, we went to uh, their podcast, James Silent Box Hall. It was the first time they ever played in Grand Rapids, which was the 20 Monroe Live stage. Okay. And um, at the end of the podcast, they played this game called Let Us Fuck, which is... Jay gets up. Uh, Jay gets up with an audience member. They make a, a locally themed aimed sex position, and then they act it out. Of course, it's <laughs> play fucking. There's actual yeah. penetration right here. <laughs> that you know of. But, uh, yeah, right. Oh no, I I, I got to play. I, I know. <laughs> I, I would have known. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, but uh, basically, I had the sign in my hands because I'm an avid Kevin Smith uh, podcast listener. He, he's in nice. multiple cast. And in his cast, he's actually talked about how he uh, registered to as a, as a uh, minister, or priest uh, through the church, some, the life administration, something life administration. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think I know. Online. Totally. And um, basically, he goes. People ask uh, live on podcast, "Would you marry me and my my fiance?" Blah blah blah. And he says, and it's so cool. And the best part about it is, he he makes them recite the Green Lantern oath, which <laughs> Green Lantern is my. Absolute favorite superhero of all time. So, so my wife has bought me a Green Lantern wedding ring. You, wait, 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 wait. Let me get this straight. You like the Green Lantern movie? I, I'm not the movie. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because you're like one of four now. people, I think. <laughs> no, we didn't say that now. I actually have a whole, I have a whole podcast of how I call that movie, uh, and I quote, fucking clown shoes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Honestly, but, um, in its no. defense, I didn't think it was 
awful. I've seen worse, you know? But it was... I was kind of in the same realm because a lot of people hate the CG on the suit. And I'm like, what the ring does? What is wrong with you people? Exactly. I'm like, it's just the bad acting and direction and the story. And Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was, it was definitely... I mean, it's it's not even in the same sport as Deadpool. But, you know, well, that's a whole other story. That We'll talk about that on your podcast. So. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. We'd love to have you, definitely. Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, let me know, so... But yeah, we uh, they basically got to the end of the episode where they sued people for let us fuck, and Jay, you know, pointed at me because I'm sitting there with a backwards hat wearing a orange and blue Kevin Smith jersey from their shop, and they're like, "Hey, <laughs> that guy looks familiar. I want to fuck the guy." You know what I mean? Oh, that's awesome! And and he's like, "Hey, you uh, he's like, you got a sign there. What does it say?" I actually bought a leather bound book with the Green Lantern symbol on it, which I call my Book of Oa, <laughs> and um, and it says, "Will you marry us with my Book of Oa?" And we got to go on stage, get married, and then we uh, we were the first people to play Let's Fuck With Jay. And to this day, I believe we're the only couple that has uh, Fuck Jay and Let Us Fuck Together. And, you know, a, a, a three-way, if you will. Nice! <laughs> nice! Uh, if you're interested in listening to it, uh, it's, the, it's episode 98. It's called News Bumps. Well, it's, it's episode what? 198. 198. Excellent, and I believe it's, I believe it's called Muse Bumps, like Goosebumps, but with Jason Muse's name to use <laughs> and bumping for <laughs> obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, and like that's that, that's just a prime example. You know, we 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 always try to keep a positive mind and, and focus on what we want to do. You know, when we started the podcast, we, we were we were given direction of you know figure out what you want to do with your podcast, and the, you know first couple things we said is we'd love to get into Comic Cons for free and cover them. And we'd also like to interview celebrities. And in our three years of being in Comic-Con, we have gone to a plethora of Comic-Cons to cover, and we have interviewed a, a huge amount of, of celebrities within the comic, TV, movie, the industry, video games as well. We've oh, yeah, I've seen, I've, I've seen some of your YouTube videos. I've seen some of your, uh, your... I was checking out your page and everything, and yeah, you've talked to some pretty cool people. Yeah, we. I've been really blessed, and like I... I really try to uh, act as professional as possible. <laughs> I have a lot of work to do with my interviewing skills, definitely. I'm, I'm sure you've noticed a lot of us and us. But, I, I do you know, the I, same I, thing, I, man. It, it's something I try to work on, but I mean, yeah, we talk to some amazing people. Some of my favorites would include uh, Jason David Frank, the original Green Ranger from Morphin Power Rangers. Keith <laughs> um, Eatman, the co-creator of the Ninja Turtles. Which one uh, from the Ninja Turtles? Um, Kevin Eastman, he's one oh, of the Kevin co-creators. Eastman, gotcha. You, you're cut. You're yes. still cutting out. Yeah, no, I totally know. Like I said, I'm a, I was, I was a big turtle fan. Um, so yeah, Eastman and Laird, all those guys. Uh, in fact, I, the, the Detroit Comic Con. I'm gonna say Comic Con. The Detroit Comic Con uh, back in the day. I went. Uh, he was one of those people that was supposed to be there, and he ended up having to cancel at the last minute. So that kind of bummed me out. But uh, um, yeah, so yeah, you've met Eastman, um, and uh, I hear he's a lot more. Attainable than Laird. Laird's a little more reclusive. Uh, well, Laird sold his rights. Kevin had sold his rights a long time ago, before Laird, and Laird was the sole owner, I believe. Oh, really? And I guess I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. This was years ago. Years ago, and then Laird had ended up selling his rights too, and Kevin bought it all together back. And gotcha. now he has full control. So Laird, I don't really think Laird goes to Comic Cons or does anything like that anymore, and he hasn't for many years, for my to my knowledge. I have not seen him in the concert since he started the podcast. Yeah, yeah. He 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 always struck me as more of the the guy who wasn't so much into that scene. It was probably more of a hoot for him, and then he was like, "Whoa, I didn't expect this to happen." And then you've got like uh, Kevin Eastman, who I know he went off and did you know other comics and did. Uh, even that heavy metal sequel, which honestly, uh, I had such high hopes for that, but you know that's that's oh, again, that's uh, a, 2000. Yeah, yeah. I re- I yeah. love heavy metal. That was one of those movies I Absolutely. grew up on, you know. But the heavy metal 2000 just really didn't do it for me. So yeah, I, I kind of fall in that area as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like we're cut from the same gym. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so the the you got you got uh, well, you said. I mean, I guess I'm a little confused. To go back to the Kevin Smith thing, you said you got married on stage by them or not? Yeah, yeah. Basically, uh, when they when they called us up, you know, they realized they saw my sign, and, and Kevin's like, "Oh, you want me to marry on stage?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's kind of a, a weird. We're already married, but you know, I, this is way more kick-ass than our actual wedding. Let's do this." So okay. Brought us up on stage. He took the book and he did this whole thing. And of course, he started with the uh, the Princess Bride 
Mowage. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And he, he went on to go and tell a story about how him and his wife got married. Uh, he actually ended up getting married on uh, right on the Lucas Ranch property. Oh, cool. Uh, which is pretty epic. And, you know, he's such a star Wars geek, so. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, he, you know, he goes through that story, and, and eventually uh, he gives us, uh, you know, do you take this, do you take him, this type stuff. And by the end, of it, we got to do the Green Lantern Oath, like all the other episodes I heard before it. You know, and then it was really got to go, uh, fuck Jay, I guess I should <laughs> <laughs> So it was a, re- well, yeah. a premarital Jay fucking, and then you got married. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was fun. They even had the debate. They were like, hey, well, uh, you know, should we do the fucking first? And like, no, you got to do the marriage and then the fucking. That's how it works. That's how it works. Yes, <laughs> yes. So. <laughs> yeah, that's. Well, yeah, it's just, it's a really good example of like, you know, put your mind to something and you really, you really put some effort and you're not going to win them all, of course. But, oh, of course not. Know. But you know what? It, you're, you're, you're not going to get them if you don't try either. Exactly. You know, exactly. and that's. And that's one thing that makes life all the sweeter. Totally, totally. And that's, uh, you know, it's it's a case of a, a clear example of, you know, if you reach out to people, um, you could accomplish stuff. And yeah, you, you let's be honest. It's kind of like, uh, you know, throwing shit at a wall and seeing what sticks. <laughs> you reach out to enough people, someone's going to say, yeah, fuck yeah. You know, I mean, there's there was a, a perfect example of that is, is there was a, maybe it was Muskegon where it happened. There was a small... Um, like public access television show that two women, they, uh, they reached out to Stephen Colbert and were like, Hey, would you host our show while you're on like, you know, uh, 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 hiatus between going from the daily show to the tonight show or whatever, which one he's doing. Um, and, um, uh, he, uh, he agreed. He did a full 45 minute episode. It shot on, you know, shitty three CCD cameras, you know, video cameras with like <laughs> regular studio quality, um, uh, you know, public access studio quality with public access green screens and all that kind of stuff. But he did it in the style of The Daily Show. And, oh, that's awesome. Oh, it's great. You got to look it up. If you if you look up Stephen Colbert public access, you'll probably find it. And they got the whole episode okay. on there. And his guests. <laughs> his guests on there were the women who ran the show, or, you know, normally. He interviewed them, and then he interviewed this uh, up-and-coming rapper named Marshall Mathers or something. <laughs> <laughs> and so Eminem shows up on there playing a part. It is so great. You got to check it out. Oh, so, that's excellent. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, uh, you know, and he keeps talking to him like he's never heard of him and all that. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. They do such a good job. And, and Eminem does such a great job playing the part, too. You know, he's almost like, yeah, I'm hoping to become something <laughs> one day, you know, that kind of talk. So, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it, but that's a perfect example of put your mind to it. They took a chance, you know, and that's, and, and mm-hmm. it worked out for him, you know? So it's like, I guess, uh, yeah, that, that's also a sub theme, you know, not like I have to have a theme of every episode, you know, life happens, but make life happen. That's, there we go. That's a double theme because yeah, you're, absolutely. you're making life happen. You're doing shit. You're going for it. You're making music. You're doing, uh, you know, films and that. Which I can relate to that. The music thing, not so much. Um, I, I tried it. I suck. So I just kind of stayed away from that one. But, uh, you know, and then you're you're doing a dream. You're going for the podcast. That's, I mean, that's fucking great, man. Yeah, thank you. And I'm, I'm so glad that you have a podcast now. And I, I just like what Kevin Smith basically uh, told every listener that listens to him. And the one thing that always stuck with me is that if you, if you want to try a podcast, do it. Everybody should try a podcast. Definitely. And if you don't like it, you don't got to put it out. You know what I mean? It kind of falls the same thing with any type of hobby or, or skill you want to try out. You know, give it a shot. If, if, it, if it's garbage, trash it. You know what I mean? If it's not, you got something. And totally. That's, you know, that's something that you got to take that chance to, you know, take that initial leap. Sometimes you got to leap before you look. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's I, I mean, there are there are tons of memes and stuff out there in the, in the terms of, uh, you know, you. I'm paraphrasing, but it's like, you'll find your wings after you jump off the cliff kind of thing, you know? Right. Um, right. Not in a suicidal way, in a metaphorical <laughs> way. <laughs> more, more of like a, more of like a human torch, fantastic four way, you know, yes, I yes. a phase before I can fully flame on. Totally. Exactly. Exactly. So it's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you'll never know until you try. And there's so much truth to that. So it's, um, it's definitely, uh, I'm glad to hear of other people, doing things 
You know, it doesn't matter how successful. Everybody thinks that they have to be successful at what they try. And it's like, I'm not saying that settle, but also if you're, if you're truly enjoying it, keep going. I mean, here's the way I look at it is if you do like this podcast, I look at it first and foremost as something I enjoy doing. I look at it as how is this any different from the person who takes their golf every Saturday seriously or the person who's on the dart league and is like, oh, I need, I need to be there for my buddies. You know, we're, we're in a golf league. What are you going to get out of your golf league? You know, or your uh, dart league or whatever, rather, you know, bowling, that kind of thing. Not saying there's anything wrong with that. If you enjoy it, do it. But that's the point I'm making is this is, this is something like that. Could it turn into something more? Of course. Am I going to try and, you know, reach out to some people to get some interesting guests? Absolutely. But it's not a case of, it's, it's more of a case of doing it for the love of it doing it for, you know, it's a labor of love. And that's what it sounds like you guys are doing and you're, you're going for it. And and you never know where it's going to end up. Absolutely. Yeah. We're, and, and like so much so in that sense that we were actually branching out, we kind of put out last year, uh, we started a podcast network nice. where we tried to connect a whole bunch of podcasts together. Like, we don't, we don't bind them by contract. Or anything yeah, exactly. Like we want, we want, we want to network with you because we feel networking is the best way to go. Something you find out going from doing music podcasting is that music is very cutthroat you know the, the, the behind you in line will easily you know stab you in the back just to get two feet in front of you yeah so yeah. that's one that's one reason i ended up leaving music for the most part i still play with a little bit but it's not my main focus anymore um i i, I stepped aside to do podcasting because it's all love i very rarely have any negative influence or very bad negative situations within this podcast um experience i should say and it really happened very often of course you know there are always exceptions to the rule uh, but for the most part it's absolute love and and just respect i've met some artists that i see all the time vendors you know I'm, that i constantly see through the michigan circuit and it's all it's all it's all human beings it's all love and it's, it's the best thing ever and that's one thing i love about doing this is i can this is something i can bring my son to and he will he will learn like so far my, my son's only 10 months old and he's already been to four comic con nice nice <laughs> so, how's how know, are I, his uh how are his interviewing skills so far <laughs> um <laughs> well he's starting he started with gibberish so i think he's getting a little better <laughs> okay okay so <laughs> just a little bit but <laughs> yeah no that's that's good i mean but he's holding his composure and everything and uh and he's at least the confidence <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah he's definitely got the confidence nice. down that's for sure that's something he learned from dad so <laughs> yeah uh with with the with the rule one network uh which is what we call it the rule one entertainment podcast network we decided to branch out not only to the geek side but anywhere that we can go i've actually been picking up uh uh people who do uh video game twitching they go to the, the, the twitch.com i think it is they, they, I think that's what it's called. Uh, i'm not really familiar with it too much but i have other involved Definitely. I mean, that's honestly, that's something that uh, Chris and I are starting is we're, we're starting our own type of network, but there's nothing says we couldn't, we, but we couldn't cross promote. Absolutely. Right, right. Exactly. And that's what it's all about. I, like I said, we don't, we're not contractually bounding anybody. No, 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 no. You can start and stop anytime you want. We've already had, you know, cause that's the one thing we'll, we'll try podcast. And, you know, when we first started the network, I got that are serious as I am with this. And I go, well, now we wait play the waiting game and it fizzles out because it will and and sure enough about half of our network kind of fizzles out yeah so now we're starting we're currently working on the reasoning we're taking a topic this time we're not going to push it out we're just going to make sure that we have all their all, all our, our uh, t's crossed our i's dotted and everything's set in stone and so far we're looking at about 10 or 11 podcasts in the network excellent excellent so, that's I mean, very cool that's uh and it, and it's all about persistence. It really is. Totally, totally. Um, yeah, I'm. I, uh, I'm definitely. I'm definitely interested, and I will talk with Chris about that because there's. Uh, there, there are. I know there are things out there where you can. 
you know, do your podcast. And a lot of times they want to charge money. And it's like, I don't, that's not what the podcasting is all about. You know, I mean, it is, Yeah, yeah. you know, there's the, let's be honest, everybody's doing a podcast in the hopes that maybe they can kind of, you know, turn a little bit of advertising dollar, et cetera, et cetera, you know, but we're not all going to be Joe Rogan's or Mark Maron's or things like that. But, you know, if it could basically be a hobby that pays for itself, that'd be great. That's the dream right there, you know, so. Mm -hmm, Exactly. But having a network is going to make that more of a possibility. Not to mention, hell, you get, you get guests, you know, you could talk to the other podcast hosts and it's, uh. Yeah, I think that's a good call. It's um, you know, again, that's one of the things we're looking at doing here. But shit, it's I would have no problem. I'm sure Chris wouldn't either with uh, with doing some kind of, uh, if anything, a a a friendly coalition, if you will, you know, between networks yeah, and that. Absolutely. So, but uh, yeah, we'll talk about that more afterwards. Um, but uh, definitely do me any uh, do me a favor and email me all this information. You know, the 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 episode number. I know you said it was number one one ninety eight. Uh, uh, I, I'll throw all this in the taglines, you know, and, uh, you know, so people can check it out. Uh, do you have any video of your, uh, of your wedding at all by chance? Um, I know there were some people, uh, in the crowd, friends of ours that took some video, but I don't think we ever got anything sent, anything solid. I, I know, I know it's at the end of the podcast for sure. I've listened to it multiple times. I think that's about the only actual, like, good quality you'll, you'll, you'll be able to hear or see of the, uh, of the incident. Gotcha. Gotcha. But, um. No, that's uh, that's exciting stuff, man. I, I'm I'm glad to hear that you're doing things. Like I said, you know, too many people are willing to just settle. Too many people don't want to take a chance on trying things. Um, you know, I see people at my job where it's like, you know, congratulations on 30 years and congratulations on 25 years. And I sit there going, fucking kill me if that was the case. I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just could not do that. So I don't have the attention span to do that. Not to mention, you know, just too many people are living for the weekend and too many people are, well, I got my vacation and it's my yearly time off and blah, blah, blah. And the rest of the time, I'm just a miserable zombie. You know, people right. are, too many people are, are waiting for their life to end one day at a time. Fuck that. I'm, I'm sick of that. You know, so, I hear you. Yeah. That's awesome that you've got, you're doing what you love. You're doing a podcast. You're. You're able to be home in your son's life. Congratulations on that, man. That is Thank great. You. Yeah, no, that is. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, that old man is my everything. So you got I'm it, trying man. To, trying to do do better than everybody before me, basically. That's the plan. Yeah, that, and that's all we can do is do better. You know, and that's uh, uh, that, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, um, and these years, you know, speaking from a kind of a woo-woo type of thing. I love I love combining all the woo-woo and the science and the <laughs> all that stuff together. But <laughs> there is some talk when it comes to your whole, you know, paradigm and your your mindset that these early years, these formative years are the most impactful. These are the ones Absolutely. where he has no filter. He has no uh, uh ability to make his own judgment. And so the things that you're filling him with now, you know, the his the his what he's around. Just, just the environment he's in is going to impact the person he is 25 years from now. You know, so keep that in mind. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely, you know, because I, I, I did some stuff when, when my son was real little that I'm not proud of, you know, like freaking out over a laptop and snapping. And I'm sure I probably scarred him for life. You know, <laughs> you know what? I've had the same experience before because I've always battled with a little bit of a temper. I've had it on under control for a long time. Yes. You know, becoming a new parent has definitely pushed the envelope. Oh, it'll test and I, 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 I've had I've had my moment where I kind of snapped at him and he freaked out. And, you know, I felt instantly bad about it. Yeah, so you know. Like, man, I, I'm a jerk, man. I did this, blah, blah, blah. And everybody was like, calm down. You're only human. You know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, don't beat yourself I usually don't go up. to Facebook for that type of thing. But, you know, that's just, I was like, uh, so I messed up today. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was just, you know, and, and it's true. You know, you can't really dwell on it. All you can do is take it a day at a time. And it's the same thing like you did. You quit cigarettes for, you said, oh, 15 years ago? About that, um, yeah. Maybe even okay. yeah, about, about that long, yeah. I'm about I'm about six or seven years nicotine-free. And it truly nice. is the same thing. You take it a day at a time. You know, there are times that I'm like, man, I wish I could just, I'm so stressed. I want a cigarette right now. You Definitely. know what I mean? But, I, you know, it's, it's that mindset. you got to keep that willpower. Honestly, it falls back to the green linen ring. You know, my wife told me when I quit smoking cigarettes, she said, doesn't that ring stand for willpower? I looked at her and I'm like, oh, touche, touche. All right. And then I had to quit cold turkey at that point. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, and, <laughs> and quitting. Mix of, you know, it's a mix of both there. <laughs> totally, totally. That's, I, well, and the thing is, is quitting smoking is, they say quitting smoking is harder than quitting heroin. And the main reason is, is that heroin, of course, is a heavier drug, but nicotine is so freely available. Yeah, and it's it's more constant. It's more constantly, you know, it's, especially with the oral fixation, too, that kind of adds oh, on totally. top of it. Totally. Yes. And like, yeah, and the fact that it's available anywhere, everywhere, and, you know, you really only can't smoke indoors, you know, in public places. That's not the only restriction you have. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's Absolutely. totally. And well, and the, the, the thing is, is that my, I was able to quit cold turkey. I quit several times and then finally one day I just happened to quit after going to a website. It was called like realage.com or something like that. And, and it told me, you know, put in your age, put in your, you know, how much you smoke, blah, 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 blah. And I put all that stuff in. And all of a sudden, after I added the smoking, it said I was 10 years older. And I was like, fuck. And so I just took the cigarette. I had one on my ear. I was going to go out after I checked my email. I had one on my ear. It was weird. It was like a light switch turned off. It just, I took it off my ear, snapped it, threw it in the trash, took my pack of cigarettes, said, honey, do you want these? She's like, no, I'm good. Tossed them in the trash, walked outside and just got some fresh air and was like, I'm done. And it was just a light switch. I wish. And, and, and I had tried quitting dozens of times before that, you know? And it was one of those things where it's like, I wish I could just have that with fast food and all that now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But it's, it's one of those things where I still have the cravings every once in a while. I'm not as bad as like my wife. She's like, she quit smoking when she found out she was pregnant. And uh, she's been nicotine free for you know a little less than I have, but uh, she, uh, you know, she, for the longest time she was like, "Oh, I really would love a cigarette." I was able to, to curb the cravings, but I still do miss that first drag on a cigarette, that first drag, uh, that first cigarette after eating, uh, the cigarette with coffee, you know, those kinds of things. And it's just like, it was fun. It was a it was a social thing. I mean, I always found that the yep. smokers were interesting at work. <laughs> You know, that's how I met my wife. You know, I mean, we our paths had crossed a, a half dozen or more times throughout our lives. But I hooked up with her because our cat that we still have, uh, he's like 17, a uh, different cat. Uh, it was his sibling. We had three from a litter. Uh, sibling was the one that we almost had to uh, put to sleep the other day. But he's doing okay now. So, you know, knock on wood there. But uh, the one broke his knee when he was little. She got his knee fixed. Uh, he was like eight weeks old. And she, uh, she started smoking at work. We worked for a cable company. She started smoking. I, I was smoking, and uh, we just kind of, you know, the rest is history. So it's like if my cat hadn't have broken his knee, my son wouldn't exist. Think of that. <laughs> <laughs> the domino effect. <laughs> the domino effect, and that's how life works. And now, look at it this Absolutely. way. If you hadn't have brought that sign to the Kevin Smith podcast recording, you know, I mean, yeah, you guys would have still gotten married, but you wouldn't have had that cool story. You know, there's little chances. Life is full of chances. It's, it's, it's life is, you know, I I look at it as like a Jackson Pollock painting, you know, sure. There's some, there's some, some direction that you have, but it still kind of is left to chance. You know, you still kind of, you might throw the paint in the right direction, but who knows where it's going to land. And so you can't worry about stuff. You can't sit and fixate on stuff. The best you can do is the best you can do, you know? Exactly. Absolutely. So, well, hey, Shane, I definitely enjoyed this conversation. We had some technical difficulties. I'm going to warn the listeners in the beginning. This is definitely, like I said, a pretty interesting episode because, you know, it's like talking to Kenny at times, but I don't know what's (laughs) going on there. But uh, from the context of it, you can understand what's going on, you know, so. Yeah, sorry about that, folks. (laughs) (laughs) So. I appreciate it, man. So, uh, yeah, let me know when you want me on yours. I'll definitely be, uh, I'd be honored to be on it. And, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll figure out a time for that and, uh, shoot me any links to any stuff that you want me to include in the liner notes. And, um, you know, I will plug that. If you want me to put your music in there, all that kind of stuff, we'll throw it in there. But, uh, in the meantime, man, have yourself a good day. Have yourself a good life. Yeah. Thank you, man. I appreciate being on here and yeah. Welcome anytime on our cast and we, Thanks so much uh, for the listeners. Sorry about the technical difficulties, but Ah. life happens. You got it. For all I know, it's on my end here. I don't know what's going on. I got three bars, but, you know, eh, whatever. It's what it is. So (laughs) I'll talk to you later, man. Have yourself uh, a good day at least. (laughs) All right. You too, brother. Later. Later. And that was my fucked up episode with Shane Bauer. And, you know, I just got to say, 
I'm pretty proud of the fact that with all the obstacles and all the hiccups and everything that was going on, we made fun of it. We turned it into an episode. I'm not saying it's a great episode. It's definitely a fun episode. So hopefully you made it to the end. Hopefully you didn't just say fuck this. But uh, if you want to check out Shane's show, check out the Geekly Gab and Nerdical Nonsense show. I'll go ahead and put a link to my episode in the notes. And uh, definitely check that out. It's some fun stuff. It's all geeky stuff, different movies and things like that. And uh, in the meantime, have yourself a good day. Have yourself a good life. And for those of you who did make it to the end, a sincere thank you. And remember, you got this.